Ask the Podcast Coach for February 4th, 2023. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the theschoolofpodcasting.com, and joining me right over there is the one and only from theaverageguy.tv, Jim Cullison. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Always good to be with it. We made it to February, although... Did, was, did I hear correctly? Did the groundhog say yeah. six more weeks of winter? And what's funny is every newscaster I saw, they're like, but hold on. He's only accurate 40% of the time. And I'm like, why are we still doing this? <laughs> did you hear what they did in Canada? Like, they shot him. No, <laughs> well, you were close. Um, they had him in his little like hutch or whatever, and yeah. he died. Oh. And so this poor little kid's supposed to come up and grab the hedgehog or whatever it is yeah. and the uh, yeah. groundhog. And they had to put a stuffed one in there. And they're like, yeah, uh, you know, whatever his name was, you know. What does the, that mean? The, if the groundhog dies before yeah. he comes out, <laughs> yeah. what, what is that? It means it's time to, you know, yeah. We, we are screwed. Get your act in order or whatever. <laughs> but uh, glad to be back from uh, PodFest. I yeah, came yeah. back with a little bit of a cold. Uh, so speaking of that, in the event, I reach over and just start grabbing Kleenex. It's because my nose is bleeding because I've taken so much cold medicine uh, and, uh, you know. You were around people. That's the problem. That was it. Yeah. You were around humans. But, you know. uh, and I'm a little, little tired, but you know what can, can break a good streak of tired? That's right. Is the one and all, I think this is, yeah, I'm like, oh, I forget yeah. which button is what. A little I rusty. Like I like and, uh, of course. Well, that's right. We were off last week. We were off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was, um, PodFest was fun. It was, uh. Interesting. I'm trying to share my screen before I hit music here, and I'm just yeah, no I'm, I'm failing miserably. Share screen because uh, it was only a week, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't like a month or <laughs> a year. It's just a week. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've completely lost all. Just have no idea what, what I'm doing. That pour is from our good buddy Mark over at PodcastBranding.co, which I'm pulling up on the screen. There, we got the scrolling artwork going on. Uh, the great thing about Mark is besides being an award-winning graphic artist, he is a podcaster, so he understands the whole podcasting thing. He's going to sit down with you one-on-one so he can understand kind of the vibe of your show. And that's such a great thing because, A, that means he doesn't have to do 15 revisions to get it right. And he just gets, uh, it, it just looks great. I've used him for the podcast rodeo show. I've used him for this show, Ask the Podcast Coach and schoolwithpodcasting.com. And so if you need something to look good, then you want to go over to podcastbranding.go.co or go. You want to go to podcasting.co and uh, talk to Mark because you got to remember they see you before they hear you. So check him out, podcastbranding.co. So good. The coffee is always so good on Saturday mornings. Big thanks to our friend Dan LeFebvre over there at Based on a True Story Podcast at BasedOnATrueStoryPodcast.com. Dan's doing something new. He's actually, uh, for for 2023, he is looking at these, you know, because he does these podcasts based on a true story. If the true story happened that week, the week you're currently listening in, he's talking about it. And so if you want to, if you haven't gone, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. So you're getting like mini episodes, like three mini episodes every single week in there based on the week when it happened. 
So it's pretty cool. So I've been saying this for a long time, but if you haven't subscribed, probably now is the time to go out and get that subscribe. If you're looking for a new podcast, he's got a little bit of a new format, still doing some of the original format, but some new things to check out based on a true story podcast.com. Wait, Thanks, Jim, Jim are, are you saying that Dan actually changed his format? Are you allowed to yeah. do that? Yeah. Uh, well, he did apparently. I mean, I think it's okay. Did he it, have to well, go through the like the podcast police or something? Aren't going to come well, knocking on his door? Yes. Yeah, you, you might have to send a letter to Rob Greenlee or something <laughs> along those lines. I think I think he's the he's the godfather of podcasting yeah. formats. So not yes. not a, not podcasting, but podcasting formats. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So just for the record, remember your podcast is a recipe, not a statue. And if you want to change it, change it. It's yours. So. Uh, um, we do have somebody coming on board here in a second. I just want to say, uh, Craig said, uh, missed you guys last week. And, uh, yeah, it was different. Um, all of a sudden I was like, Oh, like I didn't get to talk to Jim this week. That's no I fun. Know. So, uh, glad to be back. Um, and, uh, let's, since she's in the, the back of the waiting green, patiently. yeah, waiting, waiting patiently, we'll bring up DR here. Uh, always fun to hear from here and proving again, here we go. Breaking the rules. You can come on the video. And not actually show your video. So, Dr. Good morning. It's it's not intentional. I you might have seen that I came in, I went out, I came in, I went out. I was trying to fix my external camera. I even went on Zoom to see if I if, if it was working. It was working fine on Zoom, but it's not working now. So I apologize. That's... And I spent time to look pretty today. <laughs> so I... <laughs> well, for the record, my camera is a little weird. Every now and then you'll see like a green line go through me and I didn't have time to reboot this morning. So we're just going to deal with it and uh, okay. push on. So what can we help you with? Hey, so I have a question. I actually have two specific questions. All right. So the first one is, is that I have a client who has been doing audio only um, and she has she has a YouTube channel that has gone neglected for the past year or so long before I came on her team. And her goal for 2023 is that she wants to resurrect YouTube. I think it's a great idea, but now the question comes up because since she has abandoned it in that time, shorts have come on the scene. So now the question is, does she go with the long form, the entire episode on YouTube? Or do we do these maybe three or four shorts per episode? Yeah, it, it's a day's pointing at me. It's a um, you should. Well, it kind of depends if the content leans itself naturally to the short content. You should probably ride the short wave right now with YouTube. They're promoting it they're they're really they're doing a lot of things to make sure their shorts work so chances are if you do it i mean you're kind of going with the with the momentum there on youtube but the big caveat is i think the format has to fit it <laughs> or you have to make extra content that's formatted correctly right shorts are portrait mode not landscape right and and so if you want to make a, if if it's not if the original content's not formatted that way, I think you need to make it and make it well. I don't think just taking any content, and I think people are thinking, well, I'll just grab anything because shorts are so hot and I'll put anything out there. I, I don't I don't think that's necessarily the recipe. I think people who are watching shorts are looking for something funny or they're looking for something interesting or they're looking for something smart. And uh, and and so if if it fits all that criteria. 
I say why not start it with shorts and see where they go. Or so my go the, ahead. I'm sorry. The chat room saying you can do both. I've seen a lot of people do this. They'll just here's go. the problem with doing both though, Dave. Yeah. Is if you do long form content and yeah. shorts, there are folks who get they they come to the channel expecting a certain length. Yeah. Right. And they they subscribe for a certain length. I I watch a DIY YouTuber who usually puts out. Oh, 25 minute content and he started doing shorts and his audience revolted. They were like, stop putting shorts in your YouTube content. Yeah. I think I would make a separate channel just for shorts. Oh, Mm. interesting. You could. Yeah. What, what, uh, what did you tell your, uh, what, what was your advice to the client? Well, uh, my realm of thinking was that if we do three or four shorts per episode, then that is three or four titles that could be seo enhanced so to speak yeah so that was my my realm of thinking what the- are they're they're not they don't have anything right now right i mean okay. you said they were neglected so try right. use this as an opportunity to try a bunch of things and just okay. see what sticks yeah okay yeah. okay um my second question if i may is um if i am pitching people who are big names to come on to the podcast. How, how I had this question formed in my mind and it sounded so good in my head. (laughs) Um, Is there, is there a way to, because normally you would hear hosts themselves pitch for their own show. I am doing the pitching for my client. So how should I, I'm sure I should be transparent about that, right? I I would think it sounds, you know, hi, you know, I'm DR, I'm the producer of the show, such and such, hosted by so-and-so. Because on one hand, it makes the show sound like, ooh, they have a producer. Um, That's that's one way to look at it. Um, You know, it, 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 it then depends on the pit. To me, it always, I don't care if it's big or small. We, I just had a guy um, it, that's going to be in two weeks on the School of Podcasting who said, Dave, I disagree. Spray and pray sometimes works. And I was like, all right. So we had a great conversation. But I said, what it really came down for me is I need you to tie your expertise to my audience. I don't care that you were a riverboat captain and that you can do this. Like, I, here's what I talk about. Say something that proves you know what I talk about and then tie your expertise and explain how my audience is going to benefit. Because every, in my opinion, every good podcaster is serving their audience. So the fact that you cured cancer and invented sliced bread, I don't care. My audience wants to know how to grow their audience. Like then, and none of the stuff like, thank you for your service and everything else you did. But I'm like, hmm. And I said, that's really what it is. And, um, one thing that this guy does, and that's A, assuming you read the, the, the press kit that he sends, but he can talk on like five different subjects. And so he has, hey, on this subject, you don't have to use these, but here are some sample questions. On this topic, and I said, oh, that's actually kind of cool. I said, because by looking at the questions, you can then easily say, oh, this is the kind of stuff that my audience wants to know. Um, so it's, it's kind of tricky, Jim, any, when, when you pitch people to be on the show, how do you, uh, no, I, I like your initial instinct of just being up front, yeah. being candid and just say, Hey, I'm the producer for this podcast. We're looking for 
guests, this is the purpose of what we're trying to do. Where would you, you know, would you be willing to do this and where do you see you fitting best? Mm-hmm. And also okay. realize no is not no many times. No is not now. And then yeah. if you if you really know somebody you want to get, you know, follow them on social, whatever. And the minute they start promoting something, that like I tried Pat well, Pat Flynn was interesting. Pat Flynn kept having children. And I was like, come on, priorities. I know your <laughs> wife's in labor, but come on. Um, Nick Cannon. Okay, come yeah, on. <laughs> yeah, but the but the minute he had he put out a plug-in for podcasters, and I was like, ah, I've got his audience now. And coincidentally, Pat came on. Um, but so that I've had that, I've seen where that'll help if they have a book or something that they're promoting. Um, and in some cases, if I couldn't get my first attempt to email me back, I would go to the publisher and go to their dad and say, hey, <laughs> your kid is, uh, I'm trying to promote your product publisher and I can't get somebody to call me back. Um, I can't remember if that worked. I've only done that like twice, but that there is, you know, sometimes you're like, I'm just trying to get in, in touch with so-and-so because I have in his... the back door. Yeah. That's good. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's worth, it's worth a try for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Well, thank you guys. I really thank appreciate you it. You bet. You're welcome. You bet. Have a great week. We'll see you. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Getting, um, that was one of the topics. There were a couple of things that went crazy at PodFest. One was, of course, everybody's favorite three letters. You want to guess what they are? SEO. No. Uh, You're close though. Uh, L L M N. No, I don't know. GBT. Oh yeah. yeah that's All right. the chat. And, and I over already. And we, boy, that's already over. Isn't well, it? <laughs> you know, um, I just got this JBL speaker, you know, now with the uh, AI it, and like, and then I got this Kleenex with AI and, Oh my, I was just like, but I got to give credit. Um, do you know Larry Roberts? He's the guy who walks around with a red hat. Uh, he's part of the, like the PodFest team. Number one, Chris set this up beautifully, very transparent. He said, hey, this next session is a uh, sponsored session. So that's Chris's way of saying, you're going to get a pitch at the end of this. Yeah, yeah. And then Larry came up and... He, he knew he had a room of people who didn't probably know what chat GDP was, but they, GBT, see, that's the fun thing. Does he, P, G, P, G, okay. What am I saying? B, G, B. I'm not sure, but it's GPT, GP, like P is in Paul. Okay. Cause that's the fun thing. Cause I have an episode of your podcast consultant that I need to re-record today. Cause I kept saying G D P and it's cheap PT. PT. Yes. Yeah. And like so, personal tra- like personal training. Yeah, there we go. And um, he did a great job of explaining what it does. And like, did you know you could have it write a business plan? Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. code and all this other it may stuff. Not be good. <laughs> no. Well, that's the thing I'm finding. And um, he said what he did is he went to it and he said, "Hey, write a children's book about two parent squirrels that live in separate trees, but they're right next to each other, so they can co-parent better." He said it wrote him an 11 page and he goes, and it's not a bad book. Uh, he yeah. goes, a 11 page children's book. And then he went to something else from open.ai and said, write, uh, draw three squirrels for a children's book. And I'm here to tell you, it was amazing. And he said, I, I put it on Amazon. He said, I couldn't do it. I had to put it at the bottom. This book was generated by AI. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it was really amazing. So you got people going, holy cow. And then his pitch was super simple. He's like, hey, I'm doing this thing for six weeks. We're gonna, I'm going to show you how to get the best out of this. Here's QR code. Sign up. That was maybe a minute, which 
doesn't sound like a long time, but when you're just sitting there waiting for people, and he's like, "Is anybody like for a while there?" They almost crashed his site, which was kind of cool, um, and it wasn't cheap. And then he came back. He's like, "I got one more tip," and I think that was his one more tip was the uh, the children's book. But it was uh, it was really well done because I see so many sponsored things where it's just, "Hey, I'm so and so. Did you know the sky is blue?" And then it's just a pitch. The rest is just nothing but yeah. a pitch. And this was like, wow, that was really good. It was a lot of good content. And then a pitch. So that was kind of fun. Um, and then the other thing is, like, DR was talking about her one friend um, wanting to get into video. And that's the thing. And we, Rob Walsh and I started asking a question. It was really interesting hearing the thing. They're like, well, you know, I've been podcasting for a while. And um, we're thinking, you know, we want to up our game. We're going to start video. And we're like, okay, well, why? And they're like, well, you know, I, we want to be a little more professional. Um but every it's it basically nobody kind of really confidently answered that question because it is it is at least my opinion that they don't know why it just they've heard it over and over and over that video is the next big thing and I have to be doing video to which Rob would then tell the story of Bill Maher. Bill Maher came to Libsyn only wanted to do a video podcast and Rob had to twist his arm and say let's do audio too just for fun and so they did. Then Bill Maher went out and pro- promoted only the video for Club Random, um, which is just him talking to celebrities in the basement, which is kind of cute. Um, but you don't need to see it by any means. And the audio is outperforming the video at this oh, point, sure. 10 to yeah. 1. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right, we see the same thing at Gallup. I, I do more work to promote the video than anything. We, you know, Facebook and everywhere else, yeah. hey, come join us live, come watch the video. The video gets first priority on the post. Like we do all these things for the video and then 10 to one is a good number, Dave. Like our, our audio always uh, 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 outdoes our video. Now, our content isn't really great for video. It's talking heads. That's this kind of thing. And right. I bet our numbers here are about the same when we think about those that watch us on YouTube and those that watch us or those that download yeah. the, I, I bet it's 10 to one. And so f- for sure now, Okay, there's always exceptions. Uh, there are there like a DIY video. It's going to outperform probably a DIY audio. Like, hey, let me show you how to do this. Well, that's right. not going to work on audio, right? Yeah. So. Like, uh, are you still watching the guy that was doing? Was it Wooden Boats? Was that you? Or yeah, was... yeah, no, that's me. Two, that's... two, two, two channels actually <laughs> on that one. <laughs> They're building these yeah. wooden boats. Well, one guy's never sailed in his life. And he's building this. I just want to see the train wreck at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's uh, DR says, I think there is show growth in videos. And that's the thing there. It's not, I, I, when people say I want to grow my podcast, meaning their downloads by starting a video, I'm like, that's the part I think. And you do grow your audience. I, I, I think I've, I've shared on this show. I had somebody once join the, the uh, school of podcasting from YouTube. And then when she signed up, she said, oh, you do audio stuff too? And I was kind of like, yeah, uh, 17 <laughs> years, you know, just a little, you know, but it was odd. And I, so you, and that's why I say there are definitely two audiences. There are people that, that, uh, you know, bow at the altar of, uh, what is it? Mr. Not Mr. Breeze. There's some guy, I forget the head guy, but he's, he's the head YouTuber. Uh, it'll come to me later. I, that's I, I'm still in that right. whole like I feel like a YouTube yeah. video that yeah. just buffers yeah. 
about 10 yeah. seconds. A little, uh, little fog. Yeah. So there's the, there's people that only watch YouTube, and then there are people that only listen to podcasts. Yeah. And they're like, you know, so. the um, A DR says, you know, I've heard this term used a lot. YouTube is the second largest search engine, right? Yeah. It is, right? At least that's what's been said. Right. But that doesn't mean, I mean, you don't want to miss on it, but that doesn't mean that you're going to like, okay, if you build it, they will come. I mean, you still got to create great content and you're competing with, I don't know what that stat is, but like every minute, like 10 hours, a video is added to YouTube or something like that. I mean, there is a ginormous amount of video added. And just because you're putting it on YouTube does not mean, and you're creating great SEO and you're doing all those things, doesn't mean it's going to get found because there's a ton of stuff out there. So you're going to have to do some things to separate, you know, like it, like we always say, separate yourself from the crowd, create great content, be engaging, all those kinds of things. Right. It is uh, both Craig and uh, oh. and Jay. It's Mr. Beast. Mr. Breeze is a... Isn't that Drew Breeze? Wasn't he a quarterback for the Mr. Saints? It's, it's a cross from... Uh, Kiss has a song called Mr. Speed, and okay. then Skinner <laughs> has They Call Me the Breeze. You put them together, and Mr. it's, it's uh, Leonard Kiss... <laughs> Mr. Breeze. Um, I don't know. It sounds like some sort of laundry detergent. You know, try you Mr. Do, Breeze you, to get your spots out. You um, do it. You do have podcast uh, conference funk. Your your brain is very distractible. Well, between that and and lots of antihistamine, um, and my voice is still a little like yeah. not normal. Um, so yeah, I, it was funny the last day I was having conversations. I literally would just feel my brain just buffer like mm. mid sentence, and I'm just like, "Oh, I had something I was going to say here, and I forget what it is." So that's always uh, fun. But um, I should mention if you're listening to us on the Wisdom app, we got 14 people over there. If you click the little button, the little check mark, I think under my name, uh, we'll drag you up on stage, and you can ask your questions that way. And of course. If you're watching live, we've got people throwing them in via the chat. Or if you want to, you can go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. Well, we're, you know, we're talking about comparing audio and video. Jim, you said something about uh, one of your Gallup shows went over, did you say 4 million? Well, the whole Gallup network, ah. this week, last week, the whole Gallup network since we began, 4 million, uh, sh- you know, 4 million downloads, which is you know, you kind of go, that kind of snuck up on me. You know, you're like, oh, wow, that's a lot. That's a big number, right? Um, what's interesting about that, though, the flagship show, the show I started it with, is just now breaking a million. Mm. And the second program that we came up with did 1.6. So long before the other. So it's, it, it is one of those cases, you know, whenever someone calls in and they're like, hey, I'm thinking about starting a second show, we kind of like, you know, we're kind of, like, oh, really think about that. Like, you, you know, in this case, the second show we created uh, did much better, much faster, and actually has a longer runway. We've retooled it since then. And actually the, the second version of it, the retooled version of it is growing faster than the first version of, the, of it did, right? So I don't think it's always a bad idea. If you're thinking about starting a second show, think about how can I do my second show better or reach a different audience with my second show? Right. And, and so I've, uh, it just got me thinking, Dave, I think sometimes we're a little too quick when it's uh, coach Dave, it's uh, over 10 years, 4 million over 10 years. So um, I don't think that we should always poo poo it like, Oh, we're starting a second show, but maybe ask the question, how's it going to be different? 
Yeah. What are you going to do different? And, um, and, and we'll have a different audience. Right. And you know, uh, it, Hey, it works for us. I'm not saying it's going to work for you, by the way. That's not what I'm, that's not why I'm saying this one. I just thought it was a cool number. You know, that's, that's one of those things. You check your stats on a Monday and you go, Oh, <laughs> we just crossed over that number. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You know? So, yeah, it's the thing I always just tell people is cause it's an easy trap to fall into. I'm going to start a second, third, yeah. 17th podcast, whatever it is. And, um, it's the, the, the whole artwork description, setting up the feed, that part's super easy because you've done it now, but there's still only 24 hours to, to yeah. promote. And that's where you're, you're either farming that out or, you know, whatever it is, but, uh, congrats, man. Yeah. That's, uh, thanks. Thanks. That's a lot of yeah, downloads. It's a, it's a ton of fun. Uh, when you start thinking about it, we, we, you know, I, we kind of shared that around and woohoo. Mm. And then it was like, okay, what's next? <laughs> you know, what are we going to, how are we going to continue to grow it? What, what does that mean? How are we going to continue to do outreach on it? But, you know, um, exciting to see. And I think sometimes as podcasters, we just need to take a second and celebrate those, those milestones, not don't overlook them. Don't be like, well, we could always do better. Well, yeah, you can. Those things are all true. Right. But for a moment, I mean, th- those are significant whether that number is a million or a hundred thousand or 10,000 or 100 for you, whatever those numbers are, if you think about it, um, take it, stop for a second and celebrate it. It's, it's well warranted. And sometimes we need a little bit of a lift, you know, just like, Oh, Hey, I'm, I'm actually doing something. And this is kind of cool. Well, that's it. When, uh, when you first start out, I, th- I think that's why, you know, we always kind of joke about people obsessing over their stats, but I think the reason you obsess over your stats is, you know, it, it's brand new. So it's taking forever to get stuff done. You're a little like, I don't know what's going on. Is this going to work? And so the fact that the number keeps going up, I think is enough of a, a dopamine kick to like, okay, somebody is listening to this. I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, you know, that whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of launching shows, I, 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 I'm going to say Libatious, L-I-B-A-T-I-O-S. Have you ever heard that word? Well, somebody's, uh, they said, Hey, it's, uh, I'm doing a podcast. They're launching it. He and his wife, it's called the Labacious. That's how I'm pronouncing it. The the Labacious podcast. Well, number one, you got the word podcast in your name. That's going to make SEO a little hard. We try a new drink every episode and talk about life. It's basically been our journal since right after we got engaged. Um, and so, I get, apparently that's all I copy to that. So not that this is a bad idea, but a, I don't know if anybody knows what libatious is. If somebody wants to look that up, L I B A T I O S. Um, my guess is, it's probably something about drinking, uh, being that it's, they're drinking a new thing and they're making a audio journal. And I'm like, sounds like fun. Sounds like a fun hobby you, you can do with your significant other. That's great. Until six months from now, when you go, um, yeah, from libations, it means drinks. Thank you, Christopher Nessie. Uh, And um, so I just worried that somewhere down the road, they're going to go, how do I now monetize this? And I'm like, well, you're talking about whatever you want to talk. This is one of those where I I ran into somebody else that does this. When you you do a show about everything and you're talking about it with a a co-host, the draw then becomes you and your co-host. Like you have to be entertaining. Um, and it's not that easy. And 
that whole nine yards. But I just, when I saw that, I was like, maybe it's just me. Maybe I, maybe I need to expand my vocabulary to add the word, you know, libations or something into it. It just, it was an interesting thing. I was like, Hey, congrats. You pressed record. That's more than some people do. But I just was like, Hmm. Yeah. But there's been words like that, that have, we didn't know. And then they got popular and they got added into the, you know, they got added into the vocabulary and they worked. I think, yeah, I mean, out, yeah, out the gate, if you're going to pick something obscure like that, you're going to have to explain it. Right. I mean, it's just, you better have some good art, (laughs) you know, you better have some good out. You better talk about it a little bit. You better spend some time. You're going to have to educate some folks on it. It's a risk for sure. It's also a risk just to name your show something generic too, right? I mean, if you get too safe with it and you know, it's the podcast show, (laughs) you're like thinking outside the box. That's my favorite. (laughs) Yeah. They're like 24 shows named thinking outside the box. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so, um, yeah, DR asked, what's the cover art? Like, that's a good question. This was just in a Facebook group. So they didn't have, you know, that whole nine yards, um, as, as Jim and I fight over who's going to put it on the screen first. It's hilarious. Um, you know, that, that would be my guess if their artwork, but that's one of those where if you need to see the artwork to understand what the show's about, and that's, I was thinking about that this morning, that there are so many, like it hard to explain balances in podcasting. Cause on one hand you have people that have been thinking about podcasting for three years. I hear that a lot. And I'm like, like three years is a long time. And then you have other people that are making the labacious podcast who just jumped in. And I'm like, it's hard to explain like, okay, maybe you should have thought about this a little more. Now for the record, the labacious people, that's an audio journal you know, kudos to you. You're having fun. Do it, you know? Um, so you don't have to think a ton about it, but I do, I like, there is a a weird happy medium. If you're going to kind of do this, um, as a, as a super serious passion project, you might want to think about it a little bit. And on the other hand, three years is too long to think about it, depending Mm -hmm. on what the show is. And, uh, when I did my session, it was, um, you know, just stuff like I saw somebody name their show a hashtag, and that's the other one, if you think about it. If nobody knows what labacious, A, means, B, how are you going to spell it, and and B, how are people going to find you? And if they can't find you, they can't listen to you. And so that would be one where I'd be like, you need a tagline. The, the labacious show, a new drink every episode or something. You got to get the word drink in there for you to remotely show up, knowing that search in apps is horrible. And if that's your marketing thing, oh, well, people will just find us in the apps. You need a different marketing thing. And so it's kind of odd to, I, I was thinking like, how do you explain when the, how do you know when the podcast is ready to come out of the oven? You know what I mean? It's like, you just kind of, I guess it goes back to the old, my stomping ground of you need a focus group. But there is times when I see people who jumped in too soon and there are other people that are like, you know, well, I started back in 72 and I'm like, yeah, that's, you've been thinking about this a little too long. So I, I, although Dave, I don't know if I'd put as much emphasis, I mean, as, as you're giving it on the title in the sense that when cereal came out, it was cereal. Good point. Right. And that's a great point. How did people share that? They said, Hey, have you heard about this new podcast called cereal? Like, it wasn't some weird thing to pronounce or some long title that you couldn't remember. It was serial. 
And I, I think that's one of those situations where the name just got a, it, it by itself got, people were just so excited about sharing this new podcast that was out there. Have you heard about cereal? And so I, you know, with, with this one, I don't know if it's a bad title or not. We'll find out. That's I mean, true. if the content's bad, any title's bad <laughs> at that point, right? So, I mean, I, again, I think it goes back to, uh, I think it goes back to, Craig makes a good point. Like, Sarah had a huge promotion, uh, yeah. huge promotion budget, and they, have a, they had a machine behind yeah. this thing. Making this American life. However, I was hearing from people who were not in that hype cycle at all. Yeah. Now, it, it, maybe they heard from someone in the hype cycle, but. It was a really, I mean, it caught fire, so I, to speak. I, it took five people, but when, eventually when somebody said, hey, have you heard this no show? I'm like, what is it? Yeah. Like cereal. And I'm like, yeah. is it about Lucky Charms? I'm like, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they are Crunching. magically delicious. Um, Captain, Captain Crunch. That's it. Uh, you know. How not to let it get too soggy, but don't eat it too soon because it'll just scrape up the roof through your mouth. I mean, Captain Crunch should be like a. It could be a weapon. I think we could hurt people with that. Just make them eat it dry, and then just be, <laughs> no. That shouldn't even be allowed. That's a that's a weaponizing <laughs> cereal. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if the title matters as much as we think point. it does. Sometimes, Dave, I think it's kind of get let's get behind this kind of thing. If you've got some, yeah, you know what promotion? We say this too. Getting getting promotion behind it, being some, paying for some promotion, doing some things to get it in front of people. That doesn't hurt either. Yeah. And you know, those, those, this American life folks and those PBS folks, you know, you think of radio lab and some of those other ones, they, they work hard to raise money so that they can do what they do. <laughs> you know, it's, that's no easy street. That's their lives, uh, uh, doing that thing. And so they work hard at it. They're great at promoting and they do what's, what's necessary to get that stuff done. By the way, those shows have a definite shelf life and they're, some mm. of them have already come and gone. Like, I mean, the second, the second run of cereal. I mean, sometimes things should just be done once. Yeah, that's it. You know? Yeah. But you never know. You don't know it until you try it. The second season could have been as successful as the first. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> no. Um, boy, do we know our audience. Uh, Chris Nessie obviously has a, a, a little bit of a history with the captain. And excuse me, it's oh, I keep oh, saying yeah. captain. I believe it's captain. I think it's one I of the C-A-P-N. And uh, then yeah, uh, DR says, I love Captain Crunch. Um, uh, but coach Dave says when it comes to people waiting too long, well, not too long, but waiting a while, right. He says it can be super scary to put yourself on a world stage for the first time. That's definitely true. I, I was talking the, the last day of the event, I just need to put up a booth. Like I should start, I should make a course on how to be a podcast consultant because I had very few questions about Libsyn and more about like, how do I grow my, my podcast consultancy? And I'm like, Okay, I guess I have to answer this question because I'm in a Libsyn shirt. But um, that's one of the things is is a podcast consultant. The biggest thing you're going to run up against is not the technology. It's not the website. It's getting the person to press record. That's the biggest thing I run into, at least. Um, and then DR says you have to really up your marketing if you have something obscure, even mundane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one thing. I, I, I don't know why this popped in my head in the shower this morning is starting a podcast today is definitely way different than it was in 2007. Because there is, you know, there you you have to kind of rise above all the other stuff that's out there. And uh, it's, uh, I don't want to say, well, you know, more like, tools, but yeah. it's more competitive. I mean, there's certainly yeah. more tools, more places, more ways to advertise. 
it's easier because what, what's the latest Edison research say on the number of people who've at least heard of podcasting, right? It's in the seventies or eighties yeah. at this point, right? Maybe even more. So th- th- I think that part's easier, but you're right. You're in a field. Now you're in a field of a whole bunch of people shouting at the top of their lungs. Can you be heard uh, amongst, you know, all that noise? Yeah. It's, um, and that's where, uh, Gary Yarn. I did get to meet Gary. He's the guy behind everything everywhere. And, um, he was now getting a million downloads a month. And he's also the guy that, that kind of, you know, you, you've talked about this, Jim, at some point, if you really want to grow your audience and you know, you have a good product, that's key. It's time to bust out a promotional budget. Yeah. And, um, you know, Gary's trying to bunch in that. I keep, it's funny. I looked into that. And now when I go into Facebook, I'm just getting nothing but here promote your, you know, audio go something is one from, um, one of the big digital audio brands. And, uh, I was like, yeah, this is definitely a thing now. And, uh, so it'll be, be interesting to see how it, how it goes. And, uh, that whole nine yards. Um, can I bring something in that needs some, can we just go off topic for oh, just a second? Okay. Let's take a tangent. We need like a, uh, well, this is kind of, this kind of fits. Have you ever heard of this before? Captain Crunch's <laughs> blue ocean artificially <laughs> flavored maple syrup. No. Like, have you, have you seen this? This is, this is welcome to only in America. Is this, wow. Is this the under promoted podcast? Right ocean blue artificially <laughs> maple artificially. So it's, blue. I wouldn't have known it was artificially because it's blue maple syrup. <laughs> so thank you for the transparency. Uh, can we click on the nutrition there and see what kind of nutrition oh, we got in there? Sure, yeah, Ocean right, blue right. maple flavored serving. Okay. How much serving sugar? Size, two, two tablespoons, 100 okay. calories for that. Uh, How total, much sugar are we talking there? Uh, well, uh, 15 grams. Okay. 15 grams of sugar. Uh, is this on Amazon? Look, uh, no, no <laughs> this is at captaincrunch.com. Captain Come on. Oh, all right. No, it's serious. They got all their products out there. Uh, it's a nicely laid out. Um, it's a nicely laid out site. Yeah, look at that. Look at all those. Oh, all right. Enough of that. The no sh- shenanigans. I always wanted to see like a. I was just a. Al- I was alarmed when I saw blue maple syrup. Yeah, like, wait, wait. it's not even a natural. Have color you been? Let's food. let's we'll continue this tangent again. Okay. O- the only in America thing. I'm walking yep. down Walmart in the frozen section, and they have everything now is on a stick, and it's mm. like a hot dog with like, um. It's a corn dog, but instead of corn, it's like pancake stuff Ooh, with like yeah. blueberries in it. And it was just like, yeah. it was just one of those, <laughs> I'm like, that just, it just was like heart attack on a stick. Is it a breakfast replacement? Is that what I, they're, maybe that, that was it. going for? But I was just like, what is that? It'd be even better if it had like syrup modules. Oh yeah. In, in, like into the, yeah. It's like Tide packets <laughs> that you would, yeah. when you bit into them, the yeah. syrup, the blue syrup would be released. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that oh was in, God. I did get to meet, um, the Streamyard guys and I asked them about, they Dan are, Gage? um, are they, those guys, there was some there? guy and it was like the whole time I'm like, Oh, you're one of the guys. I don't remember which one it was. Tall guy, Gage. Very tall. Yeah. Yeah. That's Gage. Gage was there. And I said, Hey, so like you're, you're, uh, when you do the separate track thing, I go, is that recording locally first and then uploading? And he said, uh, yeah. He said, and, and in a true fashion, he said, it depends. I think it depends on your bandwidth. Um, but that's kind of what they're they're doing. Oh. So I was like, huh. That, that had been worth the price of admission to meet him. I mean, that. It was listen, cool. I have a. started with two guys, right? This is a perfect story of just 
two guys with an idea. They eventually sell to yeah. webinar.net or whoever it was. I forget who it was. Now. Yeah. Uh, but, um, and, and it's, it's been, what's been amazing to me is Gage has stayed. I think they both have stayed with the company yeah. and are still continuing to work on development with them. So usually that doesn't happen. You know, the founders, you know, they say you're on retainer for a year. They make it six months and then they're, they're on. Yeah. Different. Right. Yeah. So it's a good story. Yeah. I meant to wear it this morning, but being that it was like, you know, seven outside when I woke up, I, a t-shirt is not going to cut it today, but I have a, I have the big giant, you know, goose with a Skype, uh, headset on for some is reason. A goose? I thought it was a duck. Duck. It would be a duck. Okay. That's All true. Right, yeah. The last like, time I saw a goose with a green head, I think it was dead. So that would be, I've like, uh, been seeing that wrong all this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those moments where you're like, am I even, is this reality or am I in the matrix? I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Did they have a booth? They had a booth. Okay. Yeah. They were there. Um, I got, to, here's a fun thing. This, this is a podcasting lesson about, you know, we said sometimes you got to do something to stand out. Yeah. And I always butcher her name. I want to say Deidre. And I think that might be it or Deidre. It's not Deidre. Anyway, the woman from cap show is this little firecracker. She's super, she's, she's on pace to be Elsie. She's so happy and fun to be around. And, uh, um, I've known her. She, she really appreciated the fact that I gave her honest feedback on cap show. Cause she's always like, well, this guy kind of likes this. Uh, and I'm like, well, I was giving it something that wasn't realistic, but before they launched cap show, her and her, her, um, husband had some sort of restaurant or something in Australia or whatever, but apparently they know food very well. And she gave me one of the best brownies. I'm not a huge brownie person. Oh, yeah. And she brought me a brownie and I go, you know, I don't know if I can eat this without milk. It's kind of a mm. peanut butter and jelly thing. But when you've been standing on a mm. vendor floor all day and you mm. really didn't get breakfast. And so finally I ate the, br- oh, it's the best brownie. Mm. <laughs> and Just, so that's the best. It's that's like, so, so it's like, I will always remember her now for, oh, you have the best. I like, yes, I love cap show. It's a great little tool. Um, and all those AI tools, everyone I've played with, cause I, I went back and signed back up for cap show. Why? Because she gave me a brownie I'm like, I'm going to sign up for the lowest plan and see what happens. Yeah. And it was yeah, okay. They're doing, good, they're doing some good stuff. Yeah. I mean, swell. The other one we talked about a couple of weeks ago, yeah. swells, uh, um, transcriptions are incredible. Like I've, I've, listen, I've used them all. I've worked right. with them all, tried them all. We, we even use Amazon's transcription. So I've used Amazon and Microsoft. I've used the Google side of things, all the various AIs, right? Sign up for them all. Uh, Swell is, is the, like, they, well, uh, maybe because they get my last name right. Every <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing. When I look at their transcription, it always has timestamps on the left. It, yeah, it needs, they need an SRT export. Hey, Swell, I know you guys aren't listening, but if you are listening, we, 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 I, I, it's great. You have VTT and SRT exports and that's for like YouTube and videos right. and stuff like that. I need one that is by name and then section talked so yeah. that I can make transcripts out of them. I, I couldn't find a way in swell to make, tra- to just make regular transcripts, which well, the, would be awesome. The other thing I found, cause swell has a, um, you can use them twice a month for free. And yeah. I saw the the blog post they wrote and it was so long that I'm like, I'm not reading that. Uh, you've ever, you know, you just see this wall of text. I went the back they and make for you, right? What yeah. you're talking about the, yeah. the blog post they yeah. make for you. Yeah. And so I did that and I went back and finally read it 
And about three-fourths of the way through, it started to kind of repeat stuff it already said. And I was like, mm-hmm. and, and that's the thing I like about Deidre. She said, look, it's, it's again, like we've said, it's a, uh, it's an assistant. It's not an employee. And she'll say, look, you're going to have to tweak this. It's, yeah. you know, uh, it's going to get better, but you, you kind of have to tweak it a little bit. And so, yeah, so that was one where I was like, well, I'm going to take this paragraph and usually I tweak it anyway. Uh, cause again, it's AI, it's not a hundred percent. So yeah, both those tools are, are I'm like, hmm. and she's having a thing now it's coming out. I think it's next week. That's going to be some sort of guest tool. Like it's going to do something f- either for the guest to send them like a media kit or something like that. So something to give the guest to help promote the episode they were on. And I was yeah. like, that's pretty cool. So, yeah. um, uh, it's again, AI, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not just for breakfast anymore. Well, I think we're gonna, <laughs> like, if you think it's been bad the last six weeks with oh, this AI stuff, listen, it's all hands on deck at Google right now. They, from, from what we're hearing in the space, they have been in theory, who, who knows if this is true or not. They've been working on something behind the scenes that, oh yeah, Microsoft can do this. We can do it too. Right. And so, yeah. I think you're going to see from some of the big players, there's been a kind of an all hands on deck. We better get something out and catch up. And trust me, if you haven't been working on this, I'm not saying they haven't, but if you, let's just say they haven't (laughs) for a second, my assumption may not be true. And then you try to catch up with this stuff. You're going to make junk. Like it's just going to be terrible. The stuff we're seeing now in, in, um, chat GPT is been, they've been working on this for like three or four years. Hmm. Lots of training going into the model, lots of concern and lots of like, how do we keep this thing from going negative or racist or violent or like, right? All those things they're, um, they're, they've been working on. If you haven't been working on that, all of a sudden you just try and crank something out. Like, so be cautious podcasters of, of AI that just all of a sudden pops up at this point, like, be very cautious of it. And, and, you know, there's just, like, let's continue to have this dialogue. I think we, we need in this, in this space, we need to kind of continue to have this dialogue between what's AI, what's AI and what's creativity. Because I've heard a lot of people say, well, it's just taking everything from the internet that, the, that they've learned and reforming it. It doesn't really know anything. Guess what? The human brain is exactly the same. You, you think you actually have creative thoughts in, in your brain that are unique to the world? Probably not. Maybe every once in a while. Your writing, whatever, is just a conglomeration of all the things that you've learned from where? Probably the internet, right? right. Probably some, when you write things, you probably misquote. You probably don't give, a tri- give attribution to everything perfectly. So I'm, a, I'm always a little hesitant of all these high horse on an ivory tower creators who are like, oh, this is going to be the worst thing ever. <laughs> we said this about calculators when they came out. And remember all the, you know, do you, does anybody complain about using a calculator today to, to do stuff? We just need to continue to dialogue about it and make sure that, that, it, that we continue to have open conversation about how this is built out and how this, this actually works. And if you're using AI to create things, you've got to figure out what's that area between plagiarism and internet creativity, right? So I, I just think we need to struggle with it a lot more. It's going to be interesting to uh, to watch. And then um, 
I was looking through my notes and I think this is a good test of if you're designing a website, um, people have to figure out like, what is this? Like I always say, if you go into your Google analytics, I'd, I don't know if I would bet the farm. I'd bet half the farm, like maybe a pig and a, a, a sheep <laughs> that, uh, that your number one ranked page on your website is your about page. At least mm. it was for me with the school of podcasting. You could see I, mm. I had, um, some sort of heat map and you could see where people clicked and the about button at the top of the page was just, had just been henpecked. And I say that because I'm going to share my screen here. There's a, you know, a lot of people keep making products for podcasters and there's sometimes I go, who, who asked for this? Did like, is this something that I missed or whatever? Um, so let me go over here. It's called, I guess, Podly and it says Podly is the medium for social podcasting. Read, search, and comment on your favorite podcasts. Uh, join the conversation, or if it's for your podcast, you know, Podly, audiences are just communities waiting to happen. Podly makes it happen so you can engage. So get in the comments, engage with your community in a fun and scalable way. Well, couldn't you do that on WordPress in your comments? Um, new growth. Give your community the power to easily remix and share your content. You mean like Clamor? Um, enhanced SEO, improve search engine ranking by exposing your podcast content to search algorithms. You mean like it does on WordPress or, you know, PodPage or whatever you're using, your uh, accessible, accessible by default, Podly makes it easier for everyone to access, engage in your content. Well, that's good, but there's no pricing. And I just look at this and go, I kind of don't get it. It just looks like I, I get, I like his thing. like it's medium. Because if you look at the screenshot, it's got a player at the top and then your article, your show notes beneath it. And I'm kind of like, yeah, wouldn't you do this on your own website? So I'm I'm kind of like, hmm, not, not sure. Uh, What's the web address for this day? Uh, pod, that's a good question. Wow. Okay, there's another one. Podly, P-O-D-L-Y dot Vercel, V-E-R-C-E-L dot app. So there's another lesson that we might want to learn that, uh, you know, maybe podly.com, podlyapp.com, something, but that'd be a tough, that'd be a tough, uh, uh, URL to get podly five letters. I'm sure it's yeah, gone. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, when I, I, cause I get all these all the time, people want to partner and that whole nine yards. And, and I just went over and I was like, what is this? And have I ever had a podcaster, like, I guess we're all trying to be, remember when everything was going to be the Netflix of podcasting Oh yeah. and these people have set out to be the medium of podcasting. And I was like, well, again, just because I don't understand it doesn't mean it's bad. I just look at it and go, yeah, I, I don't know why I would, you know, I, I get a little weird posting things. I occasionally post things to medium and I'm always like, shouldn't this just be on my own website? You know, and that's what I started doing. I, I now well, yes and no. I mean, joining some of those spaces, you know, like getting on Reddit or yeah. getting in Medium or, or that Reddit's a bad example because that's more of a conversation board, right? But, but yeah, no. Sometimes being, you know, ha being uh, in those spaces gives you extra exposure. As a you know, you're right. right. You're you're searched a little bit different. It was like I'm trying to think of what was that. Was it medium? I think it was medium that had, I mean, it, it's an ecosystem within an ecosystem. And so it may not hurt to just have a, 
separate post out there on medium because it may be, it, it may get discovered in a different way yeah the um speaking of medium i the last couple about the last three weeks i started looking at all the technology i'm using so i i canceled uh my jarvis or whatever the heck they're calling um i am gonna cancel today my surfer seo these are great tools there's only one problem i'm not using them I'm just not, I'm like, you know, it's just one of those things where I know AI is all that, but I'm like, I spend as much time fixing something that AI has written that I could have just written it the first time. Maybe, maybe. And then I have a thing on my website, the, um, all in one SEO plugin. Um, and I just did that cause I've been using Yoast forever. And I was like, well, let's play with this one. And it does exactly what Yoast does. It gives you a score and all that. So I, I kind of don't need the Surfer SEO like uh, grading system. I've got one, and so I've just been been doing that. And uh, the one thing that it dawned on me, I, I've played with so many email programs, and I was on ConvertKit, then I switched to MailerLite, and it dawned on me that I don't need A/B split testing. Uh, it, it's handy, but it's just like, am I using it? No, not really. I, I pretty much, you know, I come up with a title, and I'm like, yeah, I'd click on that. Uh, and so I, I moved and I was like, really, what do I do with my emails? Not almost not a marketing email. I just tell people, here's what I've been up to. Um, here's a little behind the scenes of what's going on, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, oh, so I, I moved to Substack and imported all my people over there. And what I didn't realize is apparently now this is, you know, three weeks in, apparently they somehow cross promote your newsletter to other newsletters to where before, if I got five people to join my newsletter in a week, it was like amazing. Usually it was more like three, right? So first week I get eight people to sign up at Substack. I'm like, well, that's odd. All right. And I look, these are like legit emails. And then I see that they have a way, if you want, you can sell subscriptions to this. So, you know me, I like to play. I go over, I'm clicking on stuff. And lo and behold, I didn't realize I actually launched a, a pay like a subscription version and lo and behold, somebody signed up for it. And I was like, now I got to write premium content. I'm like, wasn't planning (laughs) on this. Like, all right, but Uh, be careful what you offer. Right. But that, that was something where I, I just, it's easier. And I was like, you know what? This makes sense on one hand. Sure. I could benefit from an AB split test and, you know, mm-hmm. I've got other tools. If I need to do a lead magnet, I've still got plenty of tools for that. And I was like, I'm really not, I have a bunch of tools that I'm paying for. And at least right now I'm not, again, doesn't mean they're horrible or they're bad. I'm just like, I'm not using them. Why am I paying, you know, almost a hundred bucks a month to stuff that I didn't use. So I, I've downsized uh, quite a bit of stuff to, uh, to do that. So one, one of the things I did on the, for my home gadget geeks podcast this week was I wrote an intro statement that I, I usually show in my workflow I let my Patreon subscribers know because they get access to the full, just like you do. Yeah. They get access to the full show. And it's not like I hide it, but they, it's, it's easier for them to find it if they want to find the whole thing, the whole recording. So I usually write up a little description for that uh, and then send it to them via Patreon. You know, you create a Patreon post and they get access to the video and the audio if they want to download it. And then um, I take that paragraph, I rewrite it and put it, that becomes the, the opening paragraph when yeah. I post the show and this week I wrote it and I was like, uh, I mean, it's okay. I thought, so I opened up chat GPT and said, Hey, make this. So I literally, this is what yeah. I wrote it. 
make this sound more interesting and have good SEO, you know, and then, and then in, 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 um, quotes pasted in what I wrote and it came back and Dave, it's better. <laughs> like I read it and I'm like, yeah, that, that actually, it kind of sounds like me to begin with. And it's just better written, right? It's just, it's better. It's, it's laid out better. It's not, it doesn't have misspellings. It doesn't have grammatical errors. It's not like all those things in my original post were that way. It basically took what I did and just made it better. And so I think when, when we, and, and you know, you've been saying this, right? It's not, it's an employee. What did you say? It's not, a, it's, it's an a, uh, it's a, an assistant, not an employee. Okay. Yeah. And but, for, for the record, just to give, that's a Daniel J. Lewis from the audacity okay. to podcast. He said, that. awesome. Awesome. He said that. So it's secondhand. Yeah. So now when I say that, I can say, I always say. So <laughs> Daniel said it, Dave said it's been said. Then I get to say, it's, I always say I can own it that way. But um, no, I won't remember it, obviously. So I think there's some good, I mean, I think there's some, some good uses in it in that way where it can do, it can do some rewriting for us. I'm not a particularly gifted writer. So for it to rewrite some things for me and make them a little more interesting and maybe add some SEO, is that a, is, is there something wrong? I mean, it's my writing, right? It's just making it better. You're and that's exactly like an assistant, right? You're uh, yeah, yeah. in uh, comedy. I think they call that bumping it up or something like that. So, uh, um, uh, we have somebody coming up here in a second from, uh, wisdom. I just want to hear something. I, I said, write some ad copy for the school of podcasting. And it yeah. said, are you looking to start your own podcast, but don't know where to begin? Look no further than the School of Podcasting. Our comprehensive online courses and one-on-one -on -one coaching will teach you everything you need to know from equipment and editing to marketing and monetization. And that is a cool thing you do in marketing because it's it's two E's, editing and equipment, and then marketing and monetization. I forget what that's yeah. called, but it's a, it's a thing that makes it more memorable. With our proven methods and expert instructors, which is interesting because there's only one, uh, you'll be the, that's where, again, that's where the tweet comes in. You'll be creating high-quality, engaging content in no time. Say goodbye to the frustration and uncertainty, and hello to the successful podcasting career with the School of Podcasting. And I was like, "That's pretty good." I'm like, you know what? I'm like, don't. I'm like, let's throw that in a notepad. I'm gonna, and I have been using it, so we'll see how it works. But yeah, uh, no, that's pretty good. And then you could take bits of that yeah. and and cut pieces out and yeah. do some things with it. But I mean, it it's it's some pretty good stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Another question here, since it is out West, Jim, are we going to find you at podcast movement? No, not this year. I, I've got some conflicts during that time that won't allow me to be there. I, um, I've actually, uh, I sat down with, uh, with my, my manager and said, Hey, for 2023, I'd rather spend my, but if I'm going to go somewhere for a conference, I'd actually, I'd rather spend time with our customers than spend time with, podcasting people don't feel i'm not saying yeah you don't I, care fine just <laughs> i just rather I, right now this year i'd rather spend time with our customers yeah. so I, I i made that decision to to spend travel dollars uh, otherwise but um yeah you know i get a, i get a mini podcast conference every saturday morning there you go i ask the podcast coach so yeah. i get to hang out with dave jackson like who i don't have to go to a hallway I can do it <laughs> right go. here yeah <laughs> DR says, didn't we just have a movement? Nope, that was PodFest. Uh, there are a bunch. There's a thing called PodStock in New Jersey. There's Indie PodCon. That's Super Joe Pardo's thing. Um, I'm hoping to uh, attend that one. That's when it's weird because 
I mean, Joe does this on a tight budget. Like Joe is the guy that checks you in. He's the cameraman. He's the MC. Joe does, hence Super Joe Pardo. Mm-hmm. And it's in a Holiday Inn in New Jersey. He he calls it Philadelphia, but in reality, it's kind of like, well, okay, it's, it's, it's Joycey. And I've had some of the best conversations at that event. It's a single track. I love, love single track. I always kind of get bummed when like a show will start off like brand new. It's, it's pod verse or something, whatever. And you go, it's a single track. There's like 150 people there. You have this phenomenal experience and then everybody's like, we got to make this big. And I'm like, how about we just have it more than once a year and, <laughs> and keep the thing? So I, I'm yeah. pitching that idea to, to PodFest. I'm like, and I think the answer is you don't make as much money and it's just as much work. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, uh, we can announce that next week. Jim is on special assignment and, um, two, two weeks. Is it two weeks? Well, today's the fourth, right? And then we have, is it uh, the 18th? Yeah, the 18th. Okay, the 18th. I'm here next week, and then I'm climbing stairs for fun. Oh, that's right. And uh, so on the 18th, I'm going to bring that idea up to David Hooper, because David Hooper has lots of experience in running events. And and I'm going to be like, why why do they do that? I I kind of, not that, again, that PodFest was a great time. I just know I love single track, and it seems like every time there's a super successful single track, the first thing they do is make it multiple track. And I'm like, yeah. So, um. but uh, Dave says, which one are good for beginners? The one you just missed, uh, PodFest. PodFest is definitely much more independent. And especially now with the the Wonderies and the Spotify's and the big giant networks, those are going to like, when I walk into Podcast Movement Evolutions, which I am speaking there now, which is cool, I'm going to see big giant Amazon banners. I mean, it's very, and not again, that that's a bad thing. It's just a different audience. And so, uh, and they do have beginner stuff at, at podcast movement evolutions. Um, but it's definitely more, that one's definitely more B2B. That's the one where I never see Rob Walsh cause he is always in meetings with somebody. Um, so that's always kind of fun, but podcast, uh, pod fest is definitely geared towards the indie person. I love the thing they do. They still do it where it's basically speed networking. And you get to meet, it's, it's so big now that it used to be, you got to meet everybody that was attending, but now there's like 1500 people, but in like 45 minutes, you still meet, I don't know, probably a hundred people and you exchange business cards. And, and what's cool about that is you then run into people and they're like, oh, I'm doing a show for veterans. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not me, but you need to go talk to that person. So there's a lot of that going on, but, uh, they're a lot of fun, but going back to your thing, if somebody said, I only have enough budget to go to either a podcast conference or a conference on my niche, Mm -hmm. go to your niche, go to where your customers are, go to where your listeners are. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, the nice thing about PodFest that I heard a lot was, I don't know, I thought it was kind of a weirdo wanting to start a podcast. And now I'm in a room with a bunch of weirdos who all have podcasts. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not a weirdo. This is something that, that people do. Um, yeah. So what's the biggest difference between podcast movement evolutions and the March conference from what I get? Cause this is one of those hard questions that you kind of go, I think, uh, I think this one is meant a little more hence evolutions for I guess the future of podcasting and a little more technology focused maybe, but it's a little more business to business where the one in Denver in August is a little more pod festy. It's a little more for the indie person. Um, so that's, uh, 
that's how I understand it. I, I need to find uh, Dan or Jared because I know they've explained it. And I'm like, I need to go back and listen to that again because aside from the one is smaller, though the podcast evolutions is always smaller. Um, I, I kind of go, what's the difference? Because they do have beginner tracks there and things like that. So, um, yeah. Uh, and Coach Dave is uh, letting everyone know if you're watching this on YouTube right now, you need to give us a thumbs up and like and subscribe and smash the bell and, and that whole nine yards. So thank you, Coach Dave. I appreciate that. Um, but they're they're all fun. If you get a chance to go to any event, and mm-hmm. and look, go to meetup.com. There's probably, maybe, unless you're, you know, out in Iowa somewhere uh, with you and, uh, you know, John Dutton. Hey, don't, don't be smashing Iowa, Nebraska now. Yeah, like, well, you're out yeah. there with the, you know. <laughs> Do you watch Easy? Do you watch uh, Yellowstone? No. Have I done my Yellowstone thing? The thing I love about Yellowstone, I had not seen Kevin Costner act in a long time, mm. and he he's got a voice now, and it's mm-hmm. like everything is three words. Mm-hmm. I went to Dairy Queen, they put <laughs> peanuts on my my Sunday. I told him I have an allergy. Like every and he, I'm like, why is Kevin Costner like? What happened to his voice? Did he have cancer? And it turns out he was acting. He doesn't really sound like that. So. um but when they show these pictures of Montana, it's just, there's just nothing out there. It's, it's absolutely gorgeous. So when I think of it, you know, I, when I think of Iowa now, again, have I ever been to Iowa? No, but I just think out in the middle of nowhere, you know, maybe there's a Walmart and, you know, a Dairy Queen. Not that different than Ohio, Dave, yeah, right. Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, Nebraska. Hmm. That's, they're all the same. I shouldn't say it that way. They're all similar. It's just the Midwest. Although go. we're the great, we're the Great Plains. You're technically in the Midwest. This is a lot of people think that w- where we live here in Nebraska is the Midwest, and that's not that's not the truth. Technically, we're the Great Plains. So let's get that geography right, friends. I know, I know, you just fly over us all the time. <laughs> I know that's, and you just look down and you're like, oh, how quaint. <laughs> I'm laughing at, at, at Craig says, Kevin Costner acts. That might be a thing. He's all right. He changes he his voice. He does okay. I liked Yellowstone the first time I saw it when it was called Dallas. And then they brought it back as Obsession on HBO where you have the, the crutchety old uh, father who's the richer. There is a, a media empire. But uh, speaking of uh, media empire, we should thank our awesome media empire, hmm. our awesome supporters. Um if you'd like to be one, being that Dave just sank a boatload of cash into his car because I paid it off. And of course, my car was like, well, then I'm going to have everything on me break. Um, feel free to go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. And our awesome supporter this week, I had to go and look, is the one and only Ed Sullivan from soniccupcake.com. So if you want, uh, if you need an editor or, um, I don't know. He's just great. He's really great with sound advice. That's where Ed really shines is like, Hey, if you're struggling with your microphone or equipment or some of those kinds of things, uh, he, he's a, he has a good guy to pay for some advice on that for sure. Yeah. Um, so you could say he has sound, sound advice. Yeah. There you go. Um, if you, Oh, here's the cool thing. I got to hang out with Brendan from Podpage at Podfest. And this is why I love Podfest. I said, Hey, you know, this whole, um, the uh, this whole podcasting 2.0 thing, I said, there are apps over there that are getting popular, like Podverse, um, Fountain, although I'm using Fountain right now. We can talk about that when we get done here. Um, 
and uh, something that begins with a C. Again, brain fog. Um, and I said, if we could have buttons for those, you'd have more podcasting 2.0 people probably use PodPage. And as I went in today to set up uh, the whole, you know, askthepodcastcoach.com slash join, things like that, lo and behold, there are the buttons for uh, Podverse Castomatic. That's the one I was thinking of. And uh, so you can now have podcasting 2.0 subscribe buttons on your website. So if you want to try out um, PodPage, check it out, trypodpage.com. If you just need more Jim Collison and who doesn't, uh, go over to theaverageguy.tv and check out Home Gadget Geeks. And uh, when you think of podcasting, well, think of schoolofpodcasting.com. And I got to tell you, I've been doing the whole DaveInYourPocket.com thing. That's starting to like, people are like, I, okay, I didn't understand what this was, but now that I signed up for it, so which is really great. I have a guy in Australia and we're on like totally different time zones. Um, so that's fun. Uh, and uh, if you'd like to support the show, askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. Thanks for being an awesome supporter. And uh, thanks especially to uh, Ed Sullivan for being a $20 supporter. So yeah, the, here's the thing with Fountain. I tried Fountain when it was brand new. And this is the whole streaming Satoshi thing. And on one hand, I give him credit because his app looks like nobody else's. Like you go in and it's a stream of comments. Like he's got comments in his app, a little bit like good pods. Um, there's a lot in there about like, if people boost the show, you'll see who's boosting the show. So it's very much, it's almost written for the podcaster who wants to like play with the whole streaming Bitcoin thing. But as a listening experience, um, how can I say this politely? Uh, it blows. I just, I, I'm not, it, it, no, let's take that back. That's not fair. It doesn't do what I want it to do. As a listener, I, I like playlists that are smart. I want to be able to set individual settings for each podcast. So like now, if I want to stream 50 Satoshis for this show, but 90 for this one, I have to go into the app. It's like one size fits all. I'm just like, so I'm going to reach out to Oscar. He's the guy over there and say, hey, because again, people can't fix what they don't know. So I'm going to give him some feedback, but I just, I hear people recommend that, that app all the time. And I'm like, mm, I'm not sure how like brand new friendly it is, but if you're into stats and you're into Satoshi's and seeing how much stats you gave to each. So like it, it does give you information that you can't get in any other apps. And that's the way it's going to work. When you do something different, people are either going to go, this is the best thing ever. I've never seen this. Or you're going to have people like me that go, it doesn't do like the old stuff. So so, so we'll see. And then uh, there you go. Chris Nessie, early adopter, just added Castomatic to my pod page. That right now is my favorite app. If you have iOS and you want to play with the whole streaming Satoshi thing, I will give credit to this. And this was interesting. Jim, you might know this because you're a little more crypto savvy Nerdy. than I you am. You call me a nerd. Uh, uh, well, actually, you're, I think you're more of a geek. Geek? Okay. Yeah, okay. All, right. Um, All right. Okay, good. Uh, I went into Fountain, and the thing I heard that I was like, this is awesome, is... I can go now and add money to Fountain. There's none of this like, oh, copy this receipt, paste it to this one, mm. do the hokey pokey, turn yourself around. I'm like, if I can add money to the app. So I did, and my bank flagged it. They're like, yeah, hey. Oh, for sure. Yes. So I had to go in. Now, it was cool. My bank said, hey, if this was you, say yes, and then wait about 60 seconds and try it again. Because I was using something called MoonPay that's tied into the app. And I did that and it was fine. It took a while. It was like, I, they only let you buy $30 at a time. Like you can go more than 30, but the lowest you could go was 30. 
And I'm like, that's fine. Usually I, I do 20, 25 a month and then I just stream it until it's gone. And then at the beginning of the month, I do it again. But, uh, I was, I was thinking, I bet that's cause it's crypto that oh, maybe- no, that's exactly why it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every, every on-ramp, you know, you think of Coinbase or, oh, now of course that I need to say them. I can't say any of them. It's my fog um, is spreading. Yeah, totally. It's contagious. A- any of those on-ramps where fiat is, is being, that's money is being converted into crypto. It, the, the banking system is going to flag those every time. So until you've set up a relationship and they're okay with it, we, re, you really want your bank to do this. Yes. It's a pain the first time. Yeah. But, but if you're, if, if it just flies through your bank, you need to find another bank. So it, it, mm. it you, you need, these things are, yeah, this, it's this, this is an important part. So good, good on them for flagging you. And then good on them for putting a limit on that, on these kinds of things. There's just lots of fraud in this area. So we, yeah. we, we just want to be real, real careful. Well, I just signed up because I love their stadiums. <laughs> I yeah, signed, I signed uh-huh. up for a SoFi. SoFi. Yeah. SoFi. I'd heard good things about them. I got sucked into a YouTube rabbit hole and this one guy just showed all the benefits. And my whole thing was I had my like school of podcasting business account and then my checking account and then my rainy day account and anytime I try to import them into any kind of personal finance stuff, things are getting mixed up. And so I was like, you know what? I'm setting up a SoFi account for all the school podcasting stuff. It's it's one of those things, which is a good thing. I have to think ahead. So if I'm going to need money, because it takes about really about three days to transfer it to where it's actually usable. Um, but uh, so far, I am a, a SoFi person. In fact, since I'm talking about it, there is a thing, if I can get my... Yes, if you go to supportthisshow.com slash SoFi, that's S-O-P-H, or S-O, again, brain fog, wow, and letters. I just need to stay away from spelling anything this morning. Um, Supportthisshow.com slash SoFi. I think if you sign up through that link, so it's kind of an affiliate link, I think you get 25 bucks and I might get 50. I was like, huh. But so far, I've used it for like a week, and I think my credit card shows up, so I'll be able to spend money with that. So it's just going to really separate. Oh, and the reason I bring this up to bring it back to, uh, podcasting. Uh, I met Todd Cochran again. I've known Todd forever. Um, and apparently blueberry got audited. Uh, and he, he's like a real one. And he said, luckily they've, you know, they, they have an accountant. And he said there was one time when they accidentally that one of their workers used a blueberry card for a a personal charge and then instantly they fixed it. Like they, they got all the paperwork and blah, 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 blah. And so Todd's like, whatever you do, don't mix your personal and business accounts. And I was like, Ooh, that's cause I know I've done that at, at least a couple times. And I was like, mm, I need to start doing that uh, more seriously. Like, you know, like it's a real business or something like that. Not just a, a side hustle. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot easier to keep things. It's a pain in the moment sometimes to do it that way, but yeah. it, it's good to keep them separate. Yeah, there you go. Um, and uh, so far, it, she says, is uh, DR. They have separate vaults. I don't know what a vault is. I'm mean, guessing it's a savings thing. But uh, yeah, being that I just paid, um, I paid my quarterly tax for the school of podcasting. I paid my property tax for my house mm. when my car took a, crap i was like oh this is like you're not allowed to take a crap now one of the disadvantages to not having a mortgage right when you have a mortgage yeah yeah your insurance your, yeah, your yeah. taxes are all built in right and then 
you, you think it's a great idea to pay off your house. You, you inherited it, but well, that was um, the, the other thing is my, my car. Have you ever had a car like this? They know when they've been paid off. Oh, sure. They're like, Hey, yeah. look, I don't have a monthly thing. I'm, I'm going to break everything. I'm, I'm new brakes, new tires, new battery. It's all sorts well, of, fun. apparently cars need maintenance, Dave. Like, I, <laughs> don't just run forever. Doggone not, it. It's not like a computer. They, yeah. they don't just run. You need to change the oil in them and check their brakes from time to time. Yeah. The, no. the chat room is echoing everything I said. Yeah. You got to keep things separate. Uh, congratulations to Chris going mortgage free this month. There you go. That's awesome. That is awesome. Congrats. Um, here's a, a fun question I got from a Facebook group that I, there we go. Um, eek. It actually says eek. So it's, it's, it's a pretty strong eek cause it's three, two, two E's or three, three E's and oh. an exclamation point. Oh, and just one exclamation point. Just so it's one. maybe a seven on a 10 scale. Right. Posted my 301st episode after a two-year hiatus and decided to do it on video and audio. Uh, question, I have StreamYard, but haven't used it yet. Is it good for recording podcasts with interviews? Yes, it is, I think, especially now that they do the audio thing that I was talking about earlier. And another question, I uploaded my solo podcast with almost no editing to my YouTube channel, and I didn't bother with a thumbnail. Is that a good idea? And the answer to that is no. That is a horrible idea. Editing, you know, some people like want to keep it real, but that is your brand. And depending on what you left in that maybe should have been edited out. I heard one the other day, I had a member of the school of podcasting. And one of the things I do is like, I'll, I'll kind of do a little private podcast rodeo show. And at the end of his show, he said, uh, hey, is there anything else I should have asked you? And the guy said, no, I think that about covers it. And I was like, yeah, that delivers, at least in my opinion, no value to the audience unless they now feel confident that they've heard everything there is to hear. But uh, so editing, I always think is a good idea. And from what I understand, I'm not a YouTube guru, but I watch a bunch of YouTube channels about YouTube. And from what I understand, thumbnails are hugely important. So not having, you know, especially because they always find that like third frame where you're just your mouth's half open and you look like you're on some sort of, <laughs> you know, uh, they're not always that bad. They, they, <laughs> they, they do a pretty nice job of finding those frames. I think they're doing some facial recognition stuff on YouTube to get, mm. to find you smiling or to find some of those kinds of things. So I, I, I don't know for sure, but it sure feels like it. Uh, one thing I should mention, um, if you're planning, I was supposed to speak today at 1230 on the Podno online conference. And I found out uh, in earlier in the week that they canceled it and we're all kind of like, we're trying to get a hold of the, the main guy. Like, Hey, like, is this for real? Cause it was just a, uh, it was a zoom meeting in Google calendar and it just came up and it said like something like Google has canceled this or whatever. This has been canceled. And there was no like real official, like, Hey everybody, we're not having it. And uh, so I finally found out this morning that yeah, something with zoom that they're worried about security or something like that. But at any rate, that is not happening. And as much as I love to talk, um, being that I still have throat issues, I'm very foggy. I'm like, you know, not doing a presentation today, probably not a bad idea. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Stargate Pioneer says, do you have to check the oil and change the oil on an electric? Uh, that's a good question. Not for the engine, uh, but I was wondering, 
I think you still got to lube those things, right? They have moving parts. Right. Don't you want to? And, and did I read or did I just dream it that these don't work in extreme cold? Well, I mean, batteries don't do well yeah. in cold, but yeah. neither do engines. Just right. to be honest. That's why, right? that's why I updated <laughs> my battery is I went to take it. Cause the reason I even took my car in is I have to add a bunch of stupid lights come on and I've got here in Ohio, we have e-check. So it has to be e-check to get your plates. And, um, you know, again, my car sensed this and turned into a Christmas tree on the dashboard. I'm like, okay, I get those turned off. And, um, yeah, that, that got real expensive real quick, but yeah, my very first car, I did not know how often you should, I knew you had to change the oil, but they didn't say when. And I literally blew my first engine because mm-hmm. I didn't put oil in it mm-hmm. and it was a very old car and not a, yeah, not a good thing. That was, yeah, you should check them on a regular basis. Yeah, that was a thing. So, um, all cars still have maintenance. Even EVs have maintenance. They just have different kinds of maintenance. maintenance. Yeah, there you yeah. go. And, um, be careful if you get hit. Cause I understand that the batteries can catch on fire. And if mm-hmm. they do, you have a heck of a time putting it out. And gasoline still catches on fire too. Like it it's does. no, yeah. like I, we, I get these comparison between these two. They're, they're both dangerous. They're both awesome. They both do things. They have advantages and disadvantages. Just, it just depends on what you want to pay for, you know, on some of those kinds of things. So yeah. 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 All Thanks. right. Thanks a bunch, Richard. Thanks Great so much. To you. Yeah. We, uh, we'll hear, we'll be here next week. Dave will hopefully be in a much better mental space. <laughs> and it's, uh, okay. it's all fine. Yeah, you can find us here every week. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash live is uh, where you'll see the video and you can come and ask questions. If you have questions and you're listening to this much later, go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash ask and we can actually start off the show with your questions. So, Jim, what's coming up on TheAverageGuy.tv? Marv B, we know him as Uncle Marv, and our chat was on. We have a great conversation about a bunch of tech geekery things. It's posted now and available for you right now, homegadgetgeeks.com. And thanks, for Marv, for coming on. It was a great show. And on the School of Podcasting, I meant to do this last week, but again, you know, I just got home. Uh, we will be doing, what are your top podcasting pet peeves? It was the question of the month, uh, so that'll be coming up Monday's show. So thanks so much to all the chat room. And, uh, yes, we, that was a bit of a, uh, a fun outro here. Um, so, uh, it'll be great fun. So thanks for listening. We're here every week. Thanks to Mark at podcastbranding.co and Dan over at based on a true story podcast.com. And, uh, we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. Like, and subscribe. Subscribe.